On the 136th episode of Fantasy Lens, we discuss some of the latest moves of the past week, the frustration with Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon, we analyze four games of the first week of the regular season, and of course, bring you our Boys of the Week. Let's start the show! Welcome to Fantasy Lens, home of the back-to-back Amateur Fantasy Podcast League champions and the 62nd ranked fantasy football podcast in America, apparently. I think fantasy uh, podcast. Yeah. Fantasy, fantasy podcast. podcast. Okay. Still, that's, that's, that's even really, better. That's even better. Because there's like a couple baseball ones. And some hockey ones? I don't know. Yeah, there's probably a hockey one <laughs> out there. It's probably uh, the ESPN hockey one that they put. That's uh, pretty sweet, though. I mean, to know that we're... I mean, allegedly. Yes. Hey, look! I did the re- I did some research on that, and they're they're legit. So, chartable's real. We're sixty second, folks. Legit. We're gonna get in that top fifty. Next yeah. goal, top 50. top fifty. Oh, look! We know we gotta just keep going, keep going. And you know, now that football season, we're in our fourth or fifth, the fifth year. I don't know. I uh, the yeah, I think fifth year maybe. <laughs> Too many years. So yeah, we've been going strong for a while now, and now of course the fans, the football is back. It's back. This is when exciting. Things get a little crazy, so I'm fucking. I'm, I'm once I got back from vacation. That's all I can think about is football, football, football. I just Why don't football. you go on vacation earlier than late August, so that when you come back, you're like excited for football for like two weeks? Because that's when I had to book the vacation. Yeah, that's excited. also like too much time. I want a week countdown. I love this week countdown. Yeah. Now we're oh god, wake up tomorrow. And I only have to wake up two more days after the <laughs> three more mornings w- without football. I just love the fact that like I have football for the rest, like starting tomorrow with a draft and Wednesday with a draft and Thursday is football. Like I have football every night now, and you know this podcast tonight, like every night. every night leading up until Thursday, we have every football. Night. Like, it's great. I and then the <sighs> first football Sunday, oh god, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been uh, getting up on Sundays. This month, the month of August, and just being like, ah, oh, this would be a lot better with football. Like, this yeah. Sunday's fine, it's nice, it's nice to have a day off, but this would be a lot better with football. Also, I like the, um, Saturday night, like, college football, just like, random games on, like, oh, nothing's really on TV, let me just throw on, like, Nevada versus BYU. It was, it was nice, I'm not a huge college football fan, me, me but it was nice like- seeing college football being played because that was just an uh, indication that NFL is right here. It's right around that there. Was, that's, what, that's what I thought when I first saw uh, some college football being played. So it made, made everything exciting. But I'm ready. I am ready. Uh, you I'm, know who's not ready? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. And Ezekiel Elliott. And Ezekiel Elliott. The holdouts. This is starting to get annoying. Last year there was one. Now we have two. Fantasy holdouts. There's always been... <coughs> Other holdouts, but they're usually settled by week one. Frustrating. Yes. Frustrating. Very frustrating. I say I forgot. I forgot it. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> that's a really long one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The Gordon, the I mean, the Ezekiel Elliott one has gone back and forth so many times. The the Melvin Gordon one has pretty much just gotten worse and worse. There has been no like positive news. Well, yeah, yeah. Elliott. There's been so many different. I just don't want to pay attention to it because I feel like I'm going to wake up any morning now and he's going to sign. And I really, maybe I'm naive, but I don't see him missing more than a week. 
Um, because what's his what's his play here? Like you, he could hold out up to six weeks, yeah. and then after that, his contract recycle. So what's the point? The Cowboys have an easy schedule to start. They face three pretty bad um, run defenses. Like it's, your I think his value is only going to go down. Well, I mean, depending on how Pollard does. Yes. Well, well, let's. All right. So here's a question. Yes. Um, if you are drafting tomorrow or. 100% you have to pick up Wednesday. Pollard. Wednesday. No, no, no. How far down does Elliot drop? Are oh. you drafting him four or four or five? He's still top. He's still first round. I think we could agree, right? I say furthest he drops is like three picks into the second round. But are you, let's say you're drafting Le'Veon Bell over him? Yes. No. See? There's a divide right there. So people are now getting a little, you know, divided on where does he drop in the first round? I mean, would you draft, um, DeAndre Hopkins over him, or you draft? I mean, yeah. Hopkins, Adams. Is, I'm, I'm, Hopkins was probably right there. Well, Elliot, Any, uh, almost anyways. Elliot was pretty much no, the no, consensus four. Elliot was the consensus pretty much four. It was and Hopkins was like yeah. five. Well, yeah. Elliot, if he wasn't holding out, would have been anywhere from one to four. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't think I think there's many drafts where he would go one, two, or three. There are drafts where I think someone will draft would have drafted Elliot one, two, or three. Yeah, but I mean the. Sparkly was pretty much a number, you know, if you averaged it all out, he was more likely the, the one. But either way, what I'm trying to say is, like, he's dropping. I mean, you, obviously you're saying you yeah. could draft Bell over Elliot right now. Like, I would. I don't, I don't even, I don't think I would. draft Elliot, um, pick Pollard in, like, the 10th or 11th, and just roll with Pollard for a week or two until Elliot comes back over Bell. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'd be. I'm a lot more. Um, I'd be a lot more worried about having Melvin Gordon on my team drafted dra- if I, if he was drafted early than if I drafted Elliott early. And at this point, I'd still be making Elliott the fourth or fifth pick. Um, I mean, I mean, Melvin Gordon's been dropping. Like I got him in the fifth round in a very deep league. So like. I mean, people are just staying away. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't resist that. Like, in the fifth round, I couldn't, couldn't yeah, no, resist you, Gordon. Yeah. No, it's definitely hard to resist. I'm not drafting Gordon right now, no matter where, just because he's more of a headache to me than Elliot, because the team already announced that they're not going to give him an extension. So they pretty much just said, play on this deal or don't play. And if you want to find yeah. a trade, find a trade. So he might come back, but I don't think he comes back before week six. I think he holds out all the way until... More of a as a fu now because now he's just coming back and playing on his regular crappy deal. Yeah. Um. So and I also think the the Chargers are less predictable. I think the Chargers are um doing the smarter thing, and I think Jerry Jones is kind of going to go with his heart a little more. And that organization loves Elliot. I just think they're going to come to an agreement. Sometime soon. I mean, I feel like Jerry Jones just talks way more. Like, you've only heard, like, written out statements by the Chargers. I've been like, well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna offer him a contract, uh, anymore after this year. It's gonna wait until after the year. And then after Carlos Hyde got traded, they were like, oh, now you can look for a trade. Now that the Texans have got another running back. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's his style though, Jerry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he's definitely is a talker. You know, he's more than just an owner of that team. Like he's, you know, he does a lot more than that, or at least 
wants to do more than that or acts like he does more than you know. Yeah, he has to be in all facets of that team. But I think our um I think our stances on this are all pretty light. Maybe John's a little more on the player side, but I, I'm just getting tired of these holdouts. You got a contract again, it's the Bell thing has nothing to do with these. He played out his contract and he kept getting franchised. Yeah, he so, and he wanted a longer contract. Absolutely different circumstance than Elliot having two years left. Um, Jerry said that whole thing about, well, if we give him a contract, what's to say next year he doesn't hold out again? And he got attacked for that. And it's like, well, no, that's true. Like, I don't understand. I mean, he can, re- he can re- renegotiate after three years. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's starting to get. A little too obviously player uh, empowerment, but we've been over that. Yeah, yeah, we had um, a lot of discussion on that. Yeah, yeah. Just hopefully this is something they go over in the CBA and uh, in, in the next deal, so they don't. I wonder if they would ever do like doing this. ever do like baseball arbitration, where like they go to a third party and just be like, after this many years, you can go, you can, you can request that if you feel like you've outperformed your. Contracts by a lot. I guess yeah, for rookies, that I mean, maybe. I mean, like I said, well, I mean, like we said before, it's just running backs are not suited to the the style of play nowadays, and the, how people are just smarter about running backs. It the CBA is not set up for them. Yeah, and how you just seem to find a superstar in the third, fourth, fifth round exactly, every yeah. year. Yeah. In the draft. Like, every year there's just, like, a new superstar third-round running back. Like, who, whoever heard of Tony Pollard before this, and he'll probably crush it the first few weeks. Oh. If he's yeah, Eckler Gordon was an undrafted free agent. Or, or, like, how Kareem Hunt went out and Damian Williams stepped up and they didn't miss a beat. Like, it, it happened. Like, play, it's, it, nothing's working in running back's favor. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, I guess there's our view on it. Gordon, very, very, very dicey to draft. Elliot, I still think, I don't think you let him go past eight. I think eight is probably the, uh, cutoff for me, at least. Yeah, I, nothing lower than that. Although, if I had pick five, I'd probably still draft him. I was pick six, and I picked Chubb and, um, Chubb and, uh, James Connor. You picked Chubb last, very high. Last week. You're a Mr. Chubb. You love I, Chubb. I had to. I just had to. Love you some Chubb. Um, but all right, let's move on to, I guess, the Texans? Yes, yeah, the Texans went, went, uh, went a little nuts over the weekend. Bonkers, man. They've been the Dolphins, but we'll start with yeah, the Texans. Yeah, Bill O'Brien is wasted. Yeah. <laughs> just. All right, so he trades away to Dave and Clowney. Yeah. Um, For, like, Paying nothing. $7 million of that contract yeah. that uh, the Seahawks don't have to pay. While they, having a lot of cap space. Um, well, yeah. They are loaded with cap space, the Texans. So, I mean, it's a good move for the Seahawks, even though... I mean, they gave up a third-round pick, which is what the Texans would have gotten anyways as a comp- compensatory pick yeah. if he walked anyways after the season. And then they got, I don't know, some guy that the Seahawks were about to cut and Mingo, who's like, meh. And they have to pay $7 million. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the Seahawks get like a rental. Like, I mean, they, maybe not. He'll probably sign. I bet he'll sign. But, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll well, you, you get the chance to get him in the room and work out a contract mm-hmm. during the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great trade for the, 
for the Seahawks. Yep. Yeah, their front seven's pretty loaded. Yeah, they have a very nice, um, th- definitely good enough now to compete with the Rams, I think. On, like, at least with the Rams offense. I mean, they don't have any players as good as, um, uh, what's this was? Um, oh, wait. Uh, the best player on the Rams, uh, on the defense. I forget. Why am I playing on his name? Aaron Donald, yeah. <laughs> Um, they're also playing without Earl Thomas. They don't have him anymore, yeah. so their secondary is going to suffer. They did. I mean, they did lose a lot of pieces, but this is definitely a nice pickup. But I think. I mean, the Seahawks might be, are probably deeper on defense. They don't have like the top line guys like the like the Rams. Well, guys. they don't have their secondary is not yeah. really. They lost Irvin, right? They lost Clark. They lost. And Thomas. their defense was pretty mediocre last year. So you're just adding Clowney. Um, I don't know. They're just gonna. I think there's gonna be an average defense, but that's good if you. I mean, if you let Russell Wilson do his magic on offense, I think they're an eight and eight, nine and seven team again. I think they they're the kind of team that could surprise you. I think they could they could sneak into the playoffs. They're, yeah, they could definitely be a wild. They could part. definitely sneak into the playoffs. Um, but on the so what do we think about? All right, so I guess. Speaking of the Texans, we'll sort of transition with them and the Dolphins as they also made a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got oh, uh, they Tun- the Tunsil, right? And Stills? Mm-hmm. For, wasn't it two first round picks? Yeah, yeah two first and a second. And that's a lot. Unbelievable. That, that's one of the, one of the worst trades. In a long time. That two first round picks. Yeah. For an offensive lineman that doesn't even rate that high. Like, that's, so I thought paying Soldier was pretty, like, every Giants fan's like, oh, you have to do it. You had to get the line help. But it's like you're paying an old lineman who's not even a Pro Bowl lineman, the tops. And obviously, he's not top anymore because the market gets reset for linemen every year. But like, but two first and a second? I know Tunsil's young. For him, like, but, I know he's young, but that's and he's good. But he's yes. not, I, and he's definitely going to help Deshaun Watson like immediately. Like that is going to ab- absolutely. I mean, the offensive line was complete shit, so this is going to be a help. But I don't know how they, how did the Dolphins convince them to give up two first rounds? Well, that's that's not having a GM, right? <laughs> yeah, so that's the problem with not having a GM and trading, is that you. This isn't your job. You're the head. You're a dumb head coach, and that's you back yourself into those corners. Yeah, that's that was just. I I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I said as a Deshaun Watson owner, I'm happy because it's going to help him. But if I'm a Texans fan, I am not happy because that's way too much for a fucking lineman. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they just overreacted on the luck injury, and they're like, well, it's this year or never. And it's like, well, no, you have Watson, so you have a really bright future. And then, <laughs> like, and what's with the Kenny Still? Why even add Kenny Stills to that mix? I mean, they have, they have, I they, mean, their position group is, but they have Hopkins, solid. Fuller, and Cootie, like, yeah, I mean, Fuller and Cootie are know, both are very injury prone, and you need it. If they go down, you you still can't just have Hopkins out on I, on an island. Stills was probably just a throw in for the contract. I, right? I, I guess so. I, I, I don't think I don't think the Texans went into it thinking like they need, need Stills. Stills. I mean, it's a nice piece. Watson's definitely. I mean, he's a very Fuller like guy, not as fast. So it's a nice piece. 
But I don't think the Dolphins were really um, asking for a lot for stills. I mean, look, they got it was a good it was a good trade for them, the Dolphins, I should say. For um, sure. And then they also traded Kiko Alonso Kiko. To, the, to the Saints for Vincent. What the hell is his name? Some inside linebacker. Papadopoulos or something. Some, I can't remember Does his name. Does this make the Dolphins like? The least fantasy relevant team in recent memory. I know the O and 16 Browns were pretty fantasy and re- irrelevant, but the Dolph, I can't. I'm trying to think who was the fantasy guy on that Browns team. Um, Duke and Isaiah, I guess. Crowell, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think I of. I wouldn't put anybody as high as either of those two on this team. Even Kenyon Drake, like without the tackle now and. Yeah, in recent memory. I mean, now you have what? You've got your boy Albert Wilson, and uh... I, you know what? I think, I, think <laughs> I was gonna say that. I think that Fitzpatrick is gonna elevate someone on that team. Wait, right? jo- Josh Gordon? It's gonna be, play for that team. It's gonna be. Mean? It's gonna be Devontae Parker. No, I don't think he played for that team. No, that's not the team. Um, I don't know. I think it's gonna be Albert Wilson with uh, with. Ryan Fitzpatrick. That, I think he's going to come out and have like two 15-point games, and some people are going to add him as a flex. <laughs> you. you you're going to add him as a flex, you mean. <laughs> I am like some people, but still. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know what? It's going to be funny because um, you know Fitzpatrick's going to go off like week one and week two, and then just... Oh, yeah, he'll do he'll do his fist magic stuff. Yep, and just take over the job from uh, Rosen, right? Like, that's it. It sucks. But man, they're gonna be, they're gonna be pretty irrelevant. I don't think Drake's gonna have a good year. A lot of people, uh, get on the, the Bullage bandwagon. Um, Brian's on the Albert Wilson bandwagon. Yeah, um, only one. Only There's one. <laughs> Not even his family's on that bandwagon. There's a lot of room. I'm sitting passengers <laughs> right next to him. And you have, uh, Devontae Parker, who was every year for like three, four years, everyone thought he was gonna, there was so much hype around him. But yeah, there's no one on that team. That's, that's a wasteland. Miami Dolphins are a wasteland. It's terrible. Your team is a wasteland. And I, I'm sure if I looked into it more, I could find a team in the, in I guess probably the past five well, but, years. I mean, you can just go 08 Lions. 08 Lions? Like 2008 Lions? No, I'm talking like last five years. Oh, okay. I'm not going that, that far back. I'm saying like in the last five years, it had to be a team that was. It's probably the 0 16 Browns. I'm thinking of another team that that like what? I don't know. I said if I had to. What, what could be worse than this? Jets were a pretty big wasteland a couple of years ago. The well, they also had the the crazy season by Fitzpatrick, where he supported two like wide top fifteen wide receivers, and then just completely fell off the the plane. So like a lot of people were pissed at them because they had such high hopes and they crashed. And that was uh that was that was the Marshall and Decker year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the year after that. Yeah, so that was what, 2016? Yeah, they had, that, that was like the, um, what was that, wasn't that Robbie Anderson's first year? But he wasn't like good until near the end and they yeah. didn't really have anything else. People were like talking themselves into Anunwa being a good player. I mean, Anunwa is a good player. Well, he's not that good. He's pretty good. He's, he's pretty good. He, he's, he's below average. He's above average. <laughs> he's way. above average. Here we go. Albert Wilson scores more points than a Nunez this year. Oh, I will 100 percent take that bet. Uh, All right, write that. Put that shit down right now. I like. It. Finally, usually it's me and like Brian yelling at each other about something. Take it, man. Fucking pussy. 
<laughs> I'm Team Albert Wilson on that one. All day. I, I think I'm going to have to lean. I mean, the only way I think Albert I, Wilson gets it is because the Jets receivers are so deep. You know, <laughs> Crabber and Anderson don't, don't and Le'Veon Bell. I'm not, I mean, I'm, no, I'm just saying the only way that Inunwood doesn't ha- win. Don't hit. You've been making fun of Albert Wilson. If you think Inunwa's a good receiver, then he should outscore Albert Wilson, no problem. I think mean, Albert Wilson's below average, Inunwa's above average. I'm not gonna lie. Like, because, <laughs> I, I would, if I had to pick a side, I'd probably take the Albert Wilson side, mainly because... The gestures are so deep. Yeah, that's why. Um, no, it's because, who the fuck else is Fitzpatrick throwing to besides Devontae Parker and Albert Wilson? Yeah. And Albert Wilson is probably the better wide receiver. <laughs> so, someone has to catch passes. Yeah. Someone has to do it. Someone has to kick, throw the ball and catch the ball. Who's named their tight end? Also, the Jets exactly. really aren't question. deep at wide receiver. <laughs> what? The Jets really aren't deep at wide receiver either. Uh, Jameson Crowder, what are you talking about? Jameson Crowder. He went like yeah. round four in our, in our, in our league. <laughs> That's because we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> We've already brought this up. So, so deep. The worst pick. The worst pick. They actually might have the... No. They're probably like seven, seven last in wide receiver. Oh, the Jets? Yeah. I, I'd, I'd put like Bills. Um, well, there's not too many teams I'd put. Well, um, I think the Titans probably have better wide receivers. They just have a terrible quarterback. <laughs> um, Bills, Dolphins. Well, wait till Tannehill takes over for Mariota. Then they'll be all right. I don't know. I, I think, Mary, I think the Titans definitely worse receivers than the Jets. Titans, I wouldn't say that. You would, you wouldn't swap. Wait, name, uh, name me a damn. Corey Davis and who else? Alright, I would go Bills worse, Dolphins worse. You wouldn't do Corey Davis, AJ Brown, Adam Humphreys. No. For. And then also add the tight end too, I think. I think you should add the tight end. Uh, I mean, Chris Herndon is really good. Yeah, so. but Delaney Walker's better. Well, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I go them over the Redskins. Okay. Yeah. Um. Redskins, Bills, Dolphins. One, two, three. Ravens? Ravens. Ravens, yep. Until we find out how good Hollywood Brown is. Yeah. <laughs> um. Or? Can't. I mean, what were you going to say? Broncos is close. I would say Lions, but, I mean, I. No. No, yeah, Gall- Galladay yeah. and uh, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. Um, They're close. Jack. Only because Sanders might be. Jaguars. We'll see what Sanders is. 49ers? That's so besides I, Kittle. I, I, would probably, I would probably take 49ers over Jets. Yeah. Pettis. Pettis. Yeah, Pettis. I, I, yeah, I mean, Trent. I would hit Jaguars over the Jets. Really? Uh, I, I, I Jets over Jaguars. Jaguars. I said Titans. Um, Titans. I'm 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 jumping on that D.D. Westbrook Westbrook bandwagon. I don't know. I just, I'm jumping on it. I mean Broncos, Cardinals are close, but you saw Fitz, and yeah. then everybody really likes Kirk. Yeah. I, why are we even, why are we even doing this? I don't know. Let's <laughs> what? The week one before we. All right. Uh, all right well, there, come, all right. So wait, come more we days did, before we get there. All right. We did, uh, and then hi to the Texans. Um. It's not really going to make a huge impact into Duke Johnson, yeah. but but as I br- as I brought that up though, it's funny that like poor Duke Johnson is probably like motherfucker again, right? yeah. again with Carlos Hyde. 
Like I to the Texans doesn't mean anything, but McCoy to the Chiefs means a whole lot. It does, man. With Andy Reid back, him and Andy Reid back I mean, together. That was, that was that was McCoy seven years ago. I'm not saying it means a lot. Like everybody should jump on the McCoy bandwagon. I'm just saying anything that rips carries away from Damian Williams should be scary to people who pick Damian Williams. I was going to say people were worried about Carlos Hyde on. Well, that was done. He was never. But but they were worried about it. But now you have probably even though he's older, I think a better running back. I mean, more versatile. He's better. Yeah, he's better than Hyde for sure. But I mean. McCoy's been McCoy, McCoy, McCoy was like a is like a three point five yard per carry kind of yeah, guy. Look what team, and is he is he going to be on on the Chiefs? So are they going to want to play the ball control plotting style that McCoy probably needs to be effective, or are they going to want to run it and gun it with Damian wait Williams? A wait, 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 first off, wait, first, first off, first off, is. exactly. Wait, first off, McCoy has been on the Bills for the past few years with name the quarterbacks like Peter, uh, Josh Allen, one the, the best fantasy quarterback last year, Nathan. Peterman, um, no name <laughs> McGee. Like, make people better. Like, <laughs> they, they've had terrible, they've had terrible, terrible offensive line, terrible wide receivers, terrible Bills quarter- had one of the best terrible, offensive lines, uh, not last, two years ago. Terrible quarterback play. And if you're going to tell me that McCoy is a, uh, ball control style player, you are ridiculous. He's one of the, uh, a great pass catcher. And, and McCoy's whole careers have been about getting him in open space because he likes east to west and getting in open space. And Andy Reid's whole coaching careers have been about getting his running backs in open space and like getting them freed up with the pass and stuff. So, I mean, obviously they know each other. That's McCoy's style. If anything, he was held back because the last couple coordinators he was with wanted him, wanted him to be one of those pounded mm. down the middle runners. I actually... I mean, alright, 2016 Bills, 5.4 yards per yards per carry. And he averaged 4 yards per carry in 2017 and 5.4 in 2016. Alright, last year he's up though. I was just saying, he, he, might just fall, he might have just fallen off a cliff. With the whole team. I mean, I he mean, could, he, no, he, so look he how many attempts, and... look how many carries he has had in his career. There's a, bu- that's a bunch. Like, he's, so he he's gonna be 32. Cliff, and I'm not telling anybody to be like, uh, McCoy's a starter now, you gotta have him in your league. I'm saying that if this hap- if this was if this happened before drafts, I that would to me bump Damian Williams below a lot of guys. Yeah, I I wouldn't even consider him in the third round anymore. I I'd put him to about a fifth round player now. I would actually much prefer letting the person because Damian Williams is probably going to go way higher than I want him. I'd rather be the person who dressed McCoy maybe in. What the tenth to twelfth round? Mm-hmm. Then drafting the Damian Williams in the fourth round. Just and because. it's not to say Damian Williams isn't going to be good. I just I love Damian Williams. I was high on him early, like, but I just like you said, t- carries getting taken away from him. Having Andy Reid and Lashawn McCoy back together, it just it it worries me a bit. It does. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, I think so it's fair. Are we going? Would you rather have, like, um, Matt Breida or LaShawn McCoy? LaShawn McCoy. Would you rather? Matt Breida. Ooh. Um, Although I am getting a little bit higher on Breida. What about, like, uh, Latavius Murray? Latavius. Yeah. Or uh, I think Latavius okay. because like, of... Again, this isn't bumping. I don't think... I don't like McCoy. I just like the prospects of him taking away 
10 carries a game, which is something I didn't think Hyde would do, which is something I didn't think the rookie would do. Um, so basically, so I think it's, it's something McCoy can do. So it's not about liking McCoy, it's just about disliking the prospects of Williams underneath it. Yeah, I just think Williams has now lost like 10 carries a game. Sure. And I still think Williams could be a, a pretty high guy. But now I'm thinking of more as Aaron Jones of last year with more uh, of a touchdown upside. Because frustrating of the, uh, Aaron upside. Jones. What? It's frustrating last year, Aaron Jones. Exactly. So yeah. I think he's going to be like an Aaron Jones of last year with more of a touchdown upside. Because it's a better offense. Yeah. But there's still going to be that guy, that Jamal Williams in the background that just gets weird carries and never produces as much with them. So uh, that's what I'm looking at it like. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So there's that. And then, again, I'm not, like I said, does not, don't worry about hiding too much on Texans. I still like Duke Johnson better. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, it's going to be a couple. It's not going to be like 10, like little. Like McCoy, yeah. um, I was completely insurance, like just a backup to have on the team, like a veteran backup. Had to fill the the old shitty running back after Lamar yeah, Miller went think, down. I, I really, yeah, I'm not worried about Hyde really getting too much play there. I think he's just a good guy to have on their depth chart. Hmm. All right, um, and then I mean, I guess I mean Josh Gordon is good to go for week one, but people oh. were, people were reaching for him anyways. Way too uh, Jay, if you're listening. You've been reaching for Josh Gordon way too early in leagues. Yeah, I picked him pretty high too. Well, you're uh, a tell. Really? I know, I know. I'm never that. I never. I hate Josh Gordon. Wow. I never you know, it's funny when I always make fun of people for drafting. I know, him. and you always give shit saying he'll be gone by week, whatever, and this and that and that. And then you go reaching for him. So this is what, I was, this is what happened. I really needed a wide receiver. It's a three wide receiver league. I was weak there, and there was a whole bunch of players like Corey Davis, like uh um just trying to think, Dante Pettis. Like there's a whole bunch of players that were just names, and I'm like these guys are these guys could have a better season than Josh Gordon Shore, uh, but I know them. I know they're they're going to be 800 yard guys, five touchdowns. They're going to have some good weeks. They're going to have some bad weeks. Uh, and I just, whatever. They don't excite me. And then Josh Gordon was sitting there, and I was like, well. Well, what round are we talking about, though? Like, um, ish. I like... picked him in the, one, two, three, four, five, sixth or seventh. Okay. And in 12-team league we're talking here, right? 12-team league, three wide receivers. Okay. So, that's fine. Like I, I get that. I would rather you have that crazy upside of Gordon over like a what we know Corey Davis or a what yeah. we know, you know, or what we you know Dante Pettis. Yeah, he has upside, but he does not have the upside of what Gordon has has produced, which is like sixteen hundred yards uh, in Six one rounds. year. Um, reason why I was saying Jay reached for him is he drafted Gordon in a league before James White. Now. I think that's crazy. Well, see, I drafted him right before James White. <laughs> I think I think that's crazy. I'm sorry, because uh, I, I think John, either John drafted James White be- right before I drafted Gordon, or I drafted Gordon right before John drafted. James I think White. that's insanity. I think 
How are you? I don't. I mean, maybe because I picked James White in round seven. Maybe because it's the the three wide receiver league that you have. That's that, all it was. I was very light. So I went. I picked I Will. Fu- I picked, so I picked Will Fuller even, two picks after Josh Gordon. It wasn't even that it's a three wide receiver league. It's that I didn't have a wide receiver. In, I didn't pick a wide receiver until round four. So not only that, not only did I need a wide receiver. But I needed a lot of them. Like, I need, and I need them fast. So that's the only reason why I picked Gordon over James White is because I went running back, tight end, running back. Oh, uh, so that makes, uh, well, that makes more sense. I was, in, I was in bottom of the first round. And okay. then, well, no, I was in middle of the first and Kelsey fell back to me in middle of the first. So you go to Kelsey in the first round? No. Yeah. Pick 17. Oh, in the second round. Sorry. Okay. I was so I did get, then Kelsey. Oh, okay, okay. Third. And then I did fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh wide receiver. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, you know, you, you, uh, in a three wide receiver league where you, your, your top wide receiver is Tyler Lockett. Um, yeah, I could see why you would try and, for that. Got <laughs> my team right now? I'm pretty high on Tyler Lockett. I, no, I know that, but he's not, a, he's not a number one wide receiver. Like, well, I just stacked with a bunch of number two. Like, I'll, no, exactly because you. And it's also PPR. I, that's that's no, that's fine. I get that more than what what Jay was doing. I was gonna say pretty much. I just I think in a standard league, I think James White. Oh, standard, sorry, standard even with standard is in the sense where you don't have to play three wide receivers. It's, it's two running back, two wide receiver, and one flex. That James White is worth more than Josh Gordon, in my opinion. For sure. I um I started getting into his uh advanced statistics and his metrics with Tom Brady and I was just getting sold. I don't know what it was. That Brady was had the best passer rating to him he's had for any wide receiver in a really long time. That his air yards were so good, I mean, that how, like all these different things. But what's the, what's the sample size? Is it big? He played all season. Well he he didn't play the first game because he was with the Browns. The second game, he was just a decoy on the field. He didn't really get targeted. And then from three, he played from three until, uh, when did he, like 15 or 16? I think he played every game after like that. most games? Play. Okay. I just, look. A wide receiver two last year when he got to the Patriots. It's tough, man. I, he's just a hard player to trust. Of course he is. It's like every year you worry you worry about. He's a player you're gonna worry about. Just like mid mid week, one week, like week seven, he's like, yeah, I'm not. I just need to go back into rehab and just fucking gone. You know, it's like you never know. He's the ultimate though. If he look, if he um goes crazy the first few weeks, I'm looking to trade him. That's. That's exactly what I would do if I had him, which I'll never have him because I probably won't even dress now. <laughs> but, I'm looking to trade him. Um, if, that's a good if he, move. That's a good first few weeks. That's a good move if you're listening, Jay. <laughs> As you know, it's a bad move, Jay. Jay. Jay's obviously a little biased on the Patriots. Yeah, every time someone, I mean, you, he, I mean, you think you know a person and they just do homer picks like that. Yeah, and I, no, I tell them like. I'm like, I'm like, I, I, think I never thought Jay would be a homer kind of guy. Like, I, obviously, we expect that at Rupal. I, I told him, I'm like, you listen to the, you listen to the friggin' podcast. I'm like, how do you not? Like, like if anything, like, I go out of my way to not be a homer. 
Oh, I'm the I'm the same thing. Like I I try. You, you you yelled at me for like ten minutes because I ranked Alvin Kamara three. Yeah, that's correct. But wait, what's correct? The ranking or that you yelled at me? Both. Okay. But I still usually try to stay away from drafting Saints, <laughs> even though I know he's the number two running back. Um, number three. Number two. Uh, uh, but, you know, he just loves drafting his Patriots. Like, he is a homer. Yeah. Through and through. Sorry, Jay. You are. Um, also, wait, Brian, do you want to get into David Montgomery? Because that's another mm. guy that you've... Yes, before we get into the game. Sure. Do you want to get into the game? No, no, no. Is it part of the game? Do you have the uh, Packers-Bears up there? Oh, I do have Packers-Bears. All right, so let's get into the game. Okay. We'll, we'll, uh... Let's do it. First game of the season. Yeah, right, so we got first game of the season. Uh, is that, wait, Shut off is so close. Is anyone doing anything special on Thursday? Like, is like, is there, oh. like, is there, like, special food coming out? Is there anything you guys do on the first game? Like, I know I love to, like, get, like, some really good fucking food and just get a bunch of beers and I like to just get All ready right. to go. I don't know, like that's maybe I'll, maybe I'll get some wings. I get excited. I get really excited for the Thursday night game um, of the season. I don't know, usually we yeah, do a, usually we yeah. do like a th- my friends and we do a Thursday parlay. Everyone chips in like five bucks and we do like four games. So like, but baseball, football, college football. Oh, nice! And we'll do like we'll just do Thursday parlay. The first time we did it, it was like the the sports where there was one game from like the five five major sports on. Yeah, and. It was the the Chiefs Raiders uh, Thursday night game where there was like the uh, the final play went over like ten times because it kept being penalties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had the Chiefs, but the Raiders ended up winning, and we were won like so much money. And then we haven't even come close ever since. I like that though, like doing like a parlay of like each one yeah. game from each sport. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty cool. But yeah. anyways, yeah, Packers Bears kick off hundred years football, uh, five years of fantasy lens. Um, I mean, it's just it's exciting. Like, Jess probably like this the playoffs again. So, like, you know, we already know Casey's probably going to win the Super Bowl. Um, but I mean, like, who cares? It's still football. Um, Packers, Bears, Brian, David Montgomery. You, you David Montgomery. You've completely, yeah. Okay. So let's completely switch your thinking on him. Thanks to Anthony. Sure did. Thanks to all. Thanks to Anthony. Um, I'll just go for this. First, I'll just go for this matchup. Green Bay um, did solidify the defense a little, but they were a bottom 10 rushing defense last year. Uh, so it's a good matchup right off the bat for anybody who was kind of like, eh, I don't want to put the rookie out there right away. Still want to see what his role is with Mike Davis, with Tariq Cohen. Um, I, I think I think you just put him in this game. Um, you probably had to spend anywhere between a third and sixth round pick for him. Six is probably too low. Not Third's anymore, a little yeah. high. Um, so I, I say put him out there. And then season projection, it's just all like the giddiness coming out of camp, um, <laughs> which is obviously John's favorite thing. Oh, love the camp hype. Anthony was talking about it. Loved the camp hype. Loved to see everybody in on the same person. Then I start, then we started hearing, um, this was after this whole Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery, uh, argument. We started hearing that they want to push back Cohen's role. They don't want to use him as much. They mm-hmm. definitely used him too much last year, which is something you don't hear for a young player Mm-mm. that often, unless they actually think like their offense just isn't as good. Also, um, Cohen only ran the ball 99 times. What? Co- uh, Tariq Cohen only ran the ball 99 times. So it's not like he's a, he ran the ball a lot anyways. 
So if you're cutting yeah. back on 99 rushes, that's... Yeah, you know, put it to like 60 or 70. Yeah, like I say, it's basically nothing. Like, Look, Montgomery. I think they only say that if they think... So this is my thinking. I think they only say that stuff about Cohen if they think that Montgomery is also can also handle um, a pass-catching role. Because mm-hmm. the one good thing about having a running back, a three-down back that could pass-catch, is unpredictability. So you put Cohen back there... And it gets pretty predictable. He's probably not going to run. It's probably a passing play. Um, so I, I think that they're just starting to get really confident with his pass blocking and catching abilities. And it's just much more advantageous for a team to have their running back be able to catch the ball. So when he's back there, you're not sure if it's a passing play or, or a running play. And if uh, they're going to if Nagy is going to treat him like he treated Hunt his freshman year, it's obviously doesn't have Andy Reid, so it's not going to be as good. But if you get 80% of Hunt, that's still a top 10 running back. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that uh, Jordan Howard touched the ball like 250 times or something like that last year. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like Dave Montgomery is – a way better runner, like shiftier, not just like through the tackles runner, can be... A, I mean, know, if he has any better hands in... And too. that's the other thing, is talking about, like you said, being a three-down back, uh, the way Jordan Howard was not, that it's going to make Montgomery just way more valuable. Yeah. Also, um, we said this on previous episodes too, but uh, Howard had so many touches inside the 20 and was like, top, like close to the top of the league for... Uh, rushes inside the 10 and the 5. And you know Tree Cohen's not getting those. So it's probably going to be David Montgomery. And <laughs> Chicago had 16 rushing touchdowns last year, which were tied for 6th most in the league. Just so, how, much, how much better will that play action be yeah. with Montgomery? I'm saying, like, how many... Tariq Cohen to score a rushing touchdown has to get it from 25 yards out of Yeah, it's got to be a big... Yeah. So, he also has a very physical profile like Hunt. And they traded up for him, which makes me... Like, I just didn't know all this information about him before we started talking about him. Which makes me think, like, they did it because they were, like... They just recognized the Hunt. Like they said, he's a third-round player because he just didn't have great top speed. Hunt didn't have good top speed, but he's amazing at breaking tackles. Um, tops in college football, similar to Hunt. Uh, Above-average pass catcher, above-average pass blocker. Um, all, all this thing, he kind of just had a very similar similar physical profile to him. Uh, I I got I moved him ahead of Josh Jacobs in the rookie scale. Yeah, I'm with you on that now. Um, if David Montgomery, if I would, <sighs> wow, I would very I would be very excited to have him as my as my second running back. Very excited if I can get him like if I had like a top pick and had. Let's say Chubb, late first round, and then had Montgomery as number two. I'd be very excited. Yeah, that's what I I went with in this draft, and I foregoed I forewent the wide receiver one for Kelsey. So I'm a little late on wide receiver. I like my running backs. Obviously, Eckler is a nice RB three right now. Um, but I just think if you're wor- if Mike Davis is the only reason why. Montgomery's not over Jacobs. I think that's silly because I just don't think the offense. I think one team is a lot better than the other. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, the, I think Josh Jacobs. It's not gonna be a bust, but I think I just 
think there's too much hype around him considering that the Raiders have, um, they had one of the worst offensive lines last year and they traded away, uh, the Caliche assembly to the Jets and they didn't really add, they didn't add anyone. So I just, I, mean, I just don't see them like just pounding the ball in the fourth quarter because I feel like they're also going to have to be playing catch up. Yeah. But J- Jacobs is. Not bad at catching the ball either. So no, I mean, like, yeah, he'll, he'll be he'll be a good rookie. But Brian, you said like you think Montgomery's going to be the top scoring rookie, like non QB. Yeah, I think he'll be right below uh, Kyler Murray. I think he I think he might be able to uh, snag rookie of the year. Mm, I mean, if Kyler yeah, Murray's decent, at least the Cardinals like sex ones. Uh, I bet you they'll give it to him. Yeah, but I, my my vote right now is on Montgomery. Preseason. All right. Mm-hmm. We like it. We're Montgomery boys. Montgomery boys. Um, also, we Can definitely didn't do uh, any predictions, but. I need to get a list, like a, like a whiteboard list of boys. Like, 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 not like, like weekly boys. I'm talking like, like boys. Boys. Like, like why, why don't you just make a Photoshop of the boys, like, Amazon show, and just replace all their heads with, like, dude Johnson. There you go. I really, I really like that. That's good. That's good. There you go. Good idea. Good. Um, also, a Maybe like a power ranking of them. Yeah. So, I think we could all easily say who's our number one boy right now. Of the we year, we should be able to unanimously say. Wait, of the we have year? a number two. Oh, actually, it's hard between one and two. Oh, Wait, of man. the year or just like all time? Just right now, and, oh. like the guy, like we have. I think we have two that really. Stand I mean, the out one that like guys sticks, we talk about all the time that it sticks up that no one like that we stick up for that like you. I feel like no other other sites or podcasts like really stick up for. It's got to be Austin Eckler. Yeah, we were real early on Eckler. Eckler, like Eckler. We, we all were telling people to draft him last year, which is, I think, pretty good. Um, so Echo is probably at the top, and then Bob Woods. Bob Woods. Bob Woods. Bob Woods. Bob Woods is a boy. Because we were we were early on Bob Woods too. I think we were telling yeah. everybody to pick him up Hell two yeah, years ago. We were early on Bob Woods. Bob Woods, uh, uh, one of only three receiver chefs, twelve games of seventy or more yards receiving. Like a top ten wide receiver last year. Well, I'm just saying, like it was. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, someone else, some other, some other like guy. some other stud, <laughs> and then like some other like top eight receiver, like top six drafted receiver, and then Bob Woods. Bob Woods, yeah, we are we Bob Woods, uh, Keenan Allen is a boy. Yeah, well, Ke- I mean Keenan, Allen's like old school boy. People have caught up to Keenan Allen though. I know, yeah, well, I know. Well, I didn't, that? I didn't get too long with my George Kittle as a boy. I was so hyped on him last preseason. Uh, years of Theo Riddick being a boy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, poor, nice. poor boy. It's always sad when one of your boys just is going to retire. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Henry is a boy. Hunter, he's always been a boy. He, he he's like a he's like the Chekhov's gun of boys. He was like in the background for a while, and now he's going to pop back up. Yeah, he's back. We really tried to make Jordan Howard happen. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and we just did. couldn't. But no. I mean, That's even even our boys, up. even our boys' powers have a little bit of a. They're not, it's not unlimited power. Look, not every yeah. boy. Can just be amazing. Be a, be a man. Like, yeah, it's true. You I say mean, amazing? <laughs> that would be a good joke. But, yeah. I, I do want to make a list of boys. I want to whiteboard of boys up here. <laughs> so, we to pick a, so our young boy this year is a David Montgomery? Is that <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we need, alright, just phrase that differently and I'll, I'll agree. <laughs> our rookie boy? Okay. <laughs> that still sounds terrible. <laughs> our get to be boy. <laughs> The one that we had to like whip into shape and like train and everything. <laughs> all right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, 
So that was the Bears. Um, <laughs> that was, was pre- just one player. On the Bears. <laughs> that was just one. I mean, player. I, that's the only that's the only player we care about on the Bears. Now, um, Trey Burton uh, I, I, popped up with a groin injury. Um, that obviously hurts because you know he's been drafted in a lot of leagues. It's possible, like mm-hmm. back end. Tight end one, so yeah. just keep an eye on that leading into the game. Um, into game I mean, besides um, Alan Robinson, are we going any? No, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with rostering Anthony Miller right now, but mm-hmm. back end of roster, if somebody jumps yeah. out at you week one, you could you could dump him, pick somebody else up. Yeah, yeah he's like um, Alan Robinson. Yeah, you, you always need one of those guys where if, like, the wait and see for a couple weeks... But if someone pops up on the waiver wire, he's like, "All right, I, I can let this guy go, no problem." And, and I bet you, like I'm saying, I'm not saying play him, but I bet you Tariq Cohen has like one play of over like 40 or 50 yards, just to be like, "Hey, look, I'm still here, I'm still good." Oh, and, and you know, it's opening night; they're definitely going to do like some sort of trick play for him. So it, it something's going to happen. Tariq Cohen's going to have a, a solid, amazing play, uh, just because he is electric. But uh, I'm not saying play him. Yeah. Only, only person I think playable is. Montgomery and in two quarterback league, Trubisky. You say no so, Robinson or? Oh, and Robinson. Sorry, Robinson. Okay. My bad. My bad. All right. Uh, Robinson's going to have like a 12 point game. That's yeah. just like MO on the Bears. Yeah, he's nothing spectacular, but. Um, and, and then on the Packers side, really the only interesting thing, like fantasy wise for the Packers, is, uh, the battle between, uh, MVS and Geronimo Allison. Yep. Who's going to, this battle. Who's going to emerge as, I, I put my eggs into the, uh, Marquise Valdez Scantling basket, uh, just because he's the, the projected to be the the main slot guy, and Rogers when targeting the slot guy like is great stats. I'm still gonna go Allison. I'm going Geronimo. Well, so I mean, is that, is that, I'm gonna wait and see. I don't is think that a little bit of bias either. on your you, part. I mean, you don't play either of them against the Bears. No, but you don't. <laughs> you really have to wait and see on those two. Also, yeah. I, I feel like at least until the first few weeks of the season, like unless you're like somehow really shitty at wide receiver, you really shouldn't be playing these guys until, like, like buys or injuries take take hold of you. Not even just buys or injuries. You wanna, it's a wait-and-see mode because, obviously, you have, as long as Rodgers is healthy and doing his thing, you have Devontae Adams. And as we've seen, he is very well at holding up two wide receivers for 1,000-plus yards. So exactly. you just need to wait, I would say, maybe four weeks. Yeah. And then you'll, you'll, I think there'll be some clarity, hopefully, on the uh, MVS, uh, I mean, yeah. Geronimo Allison. Uh, and you can have your opinions on one, but that doesn't mean you start him this week. Mm-hmm. Like, I have my opinions that Breed is going to overtake Coleman if he stays healthy. I ain't playing Breed, though, this week. I'm not going to get cute. Yeah, don't, exactly. Not week one. And um, definitely don't get cute with that. And also, Jimmy Graham is a tight end that's just... Don't trust. Rogers doesn't throw tight ends. <laughs> yeah, so we got a, fi- a fiver. We got Rogers, Adams, Jones, Robinson, Montgomery, and possibly Cohen on the. Uh, I wouldn't trust Cohen yet. I mean, I, deeply, I mean like super deep, deeply. Yeah. If you have like a fourteen and sixteen, maybe if you get points for like punt return yards, maybe yeah. Like that would be where I would play him, and of course you're playing the Bears defense. I mean, I know it's a tough matchup with Rodgers, but they're gonna get some points. So, um, yeah, pretty much that. Okay, it's gonna be a great game. Uh, what about the? All right, here's a good question. This yeah. is for D. She has um, 
Rogers, mm-hmm. and she has Jameis Winston. Um, and she said she would like to start. She's looking into starting Jameis Winston and wanted to ask what we think about that. All right, so Jameis Winston is going up against the Niners at home. Mm-hmm. What's the – is it six points per touchdown? Yes. Is there – is minus two for interception? Yes. So Jameis Winston can go one for three and still come out even. I'm, um, I'm probably I'd – prob- I'd, I'd stick Rodgers. Honestly – it's a tough one, though. He's actually, James Winston's actually projected to get more points. Yeah, I, sure I, I was thinking, you know, home opener, Thursday night, Bears are going to be, Bears defense is going to be out of this world. Clue Max going to be harassing Rodgers all, what was Rodgers' stats versus the Bears last year, but. Uh, he had like three points until he led that insane comeback. Yeah. Oh, right. And yeah, he got hurt actually. He yeah. had a good game because the, he had like the, those two touchdowns at the very really end. Those two long touchdowns, yeah. He was looking like a real bust. I think, I think, I think I would go Winston, and that's not just because she's playing me. <laughs> that's a, that is a tough one. Yeah. Um, Winston obviously is a much easier game. This is like but, the, this yeah. is the classic stud versus tough defense versus like very uncertain guy, but versus just the best matchup. Hmm. I play Rogers. Honestly, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I go Winston. Like. I go Winston, but then also just be prepared to like for him to throw a couple interceptions and just like, <laughs> fuck you over. I I just think I think Rogers' ceiling is capped versus the Bears, where Winston could get like thirty points. Mm-hmm. But I also think Rogers isn't going to dip below eighteen. Like that's just not the quarterback he is. I don't. Eighteen's still a like, pretty good game. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm playing Rogers. I'm not even. I'm not again. Like as as Brian said before, I'm not getting cute. I'm playing again. Yeah, like I said, yeah, it is the first week. You you just want to you want to play the guys that you drafted and just see how your team shakes out the first couple. Of weeks. The guys you drafted, you drafted a quarterback. I'm sh- I'm sure in the top six or seven rounds. Like oh, Rogers, you're top four. Rounds you're playing him. Like I'm playing him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Me now. So. All right. Let's go on to the next uh, next game. We got Colts at the Chargers. Colts just gave Jacoby Brissett a. Um, Extension. We yeah. didn't talk about the luck retirement. We did not talk about luck retirement. So we're skipping all the one o'clocks. Nothing in there that you like? What? Oh, I don't know. I just kind of went. I was just like scrolling through. I'm going to. Oh. I'm going to add a chronological order. Gotcha. All right. Let's continue. We didn't talk about luck retirement. Um, I mean, no, did, we didn't talk about luck. That retirement. happened like right after we yeah. podcasted oh, last. Uh, what did you guys think of the booing fans? I mean, to be honest, like. What do fans have besides billing? <laughs> so much heat. Look, it's they learn during the game. Um, it's two weeks. It was two weeks before the season. I maybe I wouldn't personally do it, but I'm not gonna chastise someone for having that reaction. Yeah, they're upset. It's not like they're booing yeah. him because he got hurt. Like you know, like and if they went home and thought about it. They wouldn't do it if they went back. Most, most people wouldn't. They're all idiots. No, for sure. But, like, you hear about it on a tweet during the game, and he's standing out there on the sideline, and it's like, yeah, well, your reaction's going to be to boo. Yeah, it's an immediate reaction. I get it. Um, also, like, not to be, like, like, players are, like, superhuman and, like, they have, like, no feelings, but, like, he made, he's made, like, tens of millions of dollars. He's got, like, 
Like, he's got, like, VIP treatment and access to, like, so many places. Like, what do fans have besides booing? That's like... Yeah, let them boo. You're not gonna, like... If you call someone, like, crappy or whatever, and, like, who's like, oh, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, well... This is this is what you signed up for when you, when you play sports. Yeah, I mean that's exactly you're, you're yeah. going to get trash talked. Yeah, that's true. Let them boo. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the booing. Like if there was anything more, if like yeah, if anyone, it's not like, like they were like tra- tra- trashing, yeah, like, anyone trashing his house or like you know you know setting him like anyone who does that like, goes above and beyond booing, then yeah, you're you're an idiot. Or if they like if they like showed him on the jumbo tron first week of the season in street clothes and they boo. Like, I'm just talking about, like, it was a visceral reaction, just breaking news. I understand if it was, like, if he was giving his uh, retirement speech and a bunch of people were there booing him. Yeah. <laughs> that would be something a little different. Yeah. Uh, but you don't know why he's retiring at that time. You're just in a stadium. You're at a game. You're probably already um, well, half in the bag anyway, yeah. so. Yeah, and he's, you know, seven years into his career, he's like, like, he's young for a quarterback. That's basically. crazy that Robert Griffin lasted longer than Andrew Luck in the <laughs> league. Yeah. Andrew Luck, who still has never beaten the Patriots. Never will. That's insane. Never will. Never beat the Patriots. Man, that's you know who, crazy. You know who beat the Patriots? Mark Sanchez. Better He'll come back. It was a butt fumble versus the Patriots. I think I think he comes back. I was thinking that too. I'm like, I give it a year, and then it comes back. Do you th- do you think it's with the Colts? And do you think they boo? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> boo for last year. Boo. <laughs> Fucking poor Andrew Luck. No, I think he comes back next year. I think he takes a year off. He figures out that hey, I'm only how young am I? What am I doing here? Yeah. I, I, I need to keep playing football and making millions of dollars. Like, he'll be back. Yeah, this. I mean, deep down, every every Colts fan wants him back too. No, no, they all want Jacoby Brissett or Brian Hoyer. I mean, Jacoby Brissett, like, I mean, obviously, he's not. They're not going to be as good as they would have been with Andrew Luck, but like, they have a great offensive line. They They need need Brian Hoyer. I hate you. He was like your original. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Hoyer. They had to give him nine million guaranteed dollars. Had to. (laughs) Fucking Hoyer. Um, it's great. But like, they still have a really good offensive line. Um. Marlon Mack, I mean, Marlon Mack takes a hit. T.Y. Hillen obviously takes a little bit of a hit. I think Jack Doyle is still, is being very undervalued. Uh, when Jack Doyle had a full season with Jacoby Brissett, he was targeted like the third or fourth most of any tight end in the league. Um, he had like 80 catches, uh, and his target rate was top five in the league for tight ends as well. Yeah, it definitely hurts Ebron a lot. Um, I wasn't drafting Ebron anyway. Now with Luck retiring, I think a lot of people are also on the same page of not drafting Ebron that high. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think he's draftable. I just wouldn't even want him. Yeah, uh, I'm not drafting him. I'm not drafting. Yeah, him. I took it Jack doesn't matter Dolan, what but... round. I just wouldn't want him. I don't even. Want, I don't even think I'd want him as my backup tight end. Yeah, I'd rather have Doyle as a backup tight end. Yeah, I took Doyle in, my, in the last round of one of my deep drafts. Yeah, or in, in Brian's draft. I'm, right. o- I'm okay with that one. More than you, bro. Yeah. Um, all right. So week one, let's let's get past lock. Okay. Um, so is starters. everyone starting Eckler? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, for the most part, here's my dilemma. I have Matt Breida at the Bucks or Austin Eckler versus Indy. Oh, it's. Uh, I mean, it's Indy's Eckler. a much better defense. 
That well, but, this is the thing. Indy's a great defense, not great defense, but solid defense. But another play, Eckler. Yeah, it's Tampa Bay. Yeah, but is Breida gonna get a Breida's? The, it's the same thing. The don't get cute. You don't know if what his share is gonna be yet. Like I think he he will beat out Coleman because I think Eventually. he's just a better yeah. bell cow guy than Coleman. Mm-hmm. Um, which pains me to say it because I've always been on the Cole Coleman, Coleman bandwagon, but. I just Brito was real solid last year, man. Anytime you get to five yards a carry on a big carry load, on a bad team too, like that's just good. What I don't, you gotta give that guy some touches. But week one, uh, definitely playing that clear. All right, as obviously, yeah. And Mark Ingram at Miami over Brito as well, especially since, um, ooh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Eckler, especially since Indy does have a very good run defense, so I think so. I think that kind of neutralizes Jackson a little, yeah. and they're just going to be in more dump off situations. <clears throat> yeah, and how many? Just remember how many. So we're not thinking of in my mind. I'm not thinking of Eckler's. How much more value is he going to have um, as a between the tackle running back without Gordon? Um, and some people have in their mind, that's what they're thinking. Like, oh, Eckler's not going to have, like, he's not Gordon. He can't run between the tackles as well as, which I don't know. I might debate you on that. But yeah, you're right. He might not get as many carries as Gordon would have got. But think of all of the points Gordon got in the receiving game that he had to split with Eckler. And now it's just all going to go to him. So like all of those little swing, all those receiving game points that Gordon got is just going to Eckler. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly how I think about it. I don't, like, I mean, that makes me feel a little bit better about that. But yeah, Gordon was ridiculous in the passing game last year. Yeah, and Eckler is now, that's gonna, that was, you know, as long as Gordon is not a part of that team, that's, that's all Eckler. And we love Eckler as we all just talked about. Obviously, yes. So. So where would you draft him if you knew that Gordon wasn't gonna play the whole season? The whole season. The entire season. Is he was a round he, three guy? Was he going down, like, ten? Oh man! Um, no, he's he's moved up to six or so. I think in a lot of mocks that I've seen this week, mm-hmm. I think he's moved up fifth or sixth round. Um, just because I think people really think Gordon's going to at least miss six weeks. Oh, where have I been drafting him? I've been draft. I think I've been drafting him higher than most anyway because I'm a huge Eckler guy. But if I knew Gordon was not going to be. Oh. Playing all year, he's like eight. He was eight in your league. So I, would, I, I guess like I think five. I was. I thinking, mean, I was, honestly, like James White is still going. James White has been going like seven or eight. So I mean, like, are you really going to jump him up to twice, like to like half of James White's pick value? I would only because no, I just think the Patriots have just because the Patriots are so unpredictable. From season to season. It's not that I don't love James White, mm-hmm. and I should have picked him over Josh Gordon. I think he's going to be great. <laughs> um, obviously, you guys all know the predicament I was in with my wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just that unpredictableness of the Patriots year in and year out that it's like, what if James White isn't a big part of the game plan this year? What if that just happens? What if Sonny Michelle takes over the pass? And you all know that's... That's what the Patriots can do. And they do that every year with someone. 
Every single year. We all were like, how amazing is James White two years ago? And they didn't use him ever two years ago. And we all were, and we were just like, this guy scores a touchdown every time he's in the game. Why don't they use him? But you ask, what if, what if they use Rex Burkhead a lot this year? Like, <laughs> out of nowhere, I know. Uh, the Burkheads are coming. Or that rookie. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they use that rookie more. Who the fuck though? They Josh Gordon gets all the all the rushing plays. Who knows? So that's, that's the reason why I would have Eckler a lot higher if I knew that the Patriots. I mean that Gordon would be out all season. Yeah, no, I'd probably have him in the fourth or fifth round. Honestly, I'd probably I'd probably draft him in the fifth round. Just, just yeah, I mean fourth like fourth round, definitely fifth round. If he falls, you have to, like that'd be a must pick. And I could see you reaching for him in the third round if you went wide receiver, tight end, or wide receiver, wide receiver. If, if especially in any sort of you know half point to point per reception league, yeah. that obvious is that's that's where, even that's where I'm sort of looking at here, not standard, just you know leagues. Which if you're doing standard leagues, still, again, we say it'll be your stop, at least half point, at least. So, um, all right. So we talked about Eckler. Um, I mean, Chargers. Obviously, you're going <laughs> Keenan Allen, Philip Rivers. What about Mike Williams? Like, I feel you like Mike Williams have to right. What only because people who drafted him, most of them have him in their wide receiver two or flex position because he has been going pretty high in drafts. Mike Williams. I don't get. I mean, all right. I get like he's great deep threat, but he just never put like I feel like he's never just put up consistent production where I would be able to trust him that high. Um, as a receiver, yeah, he was on a lot of my teams last year, and in the beginning, it was it was great. He was catching those like it was it was fun, but the consistency was not there. And I mean, maybe it will, you know. Tyrell Williams is gone, or it's just, so he's gone into his third year. So that's usually the year where people have a little bit of a boom. Um, I think Tyler Boyd last year, third year, uh, got it going. So it's. There's always that possibility that he, uh, I think that's what people are banking on drafting Mike Williams so high, cause he's been, what, a fifth round guy? Yeah, I mean, he had 10 touchdowns and 43 catches, so, that's like. That's tough to repeat, honestly. I mean, you that's better. So tough. I mean, 10, yeah, that's crazy. Um, that's too high. Yeah. That's way too high. I mean, yeah, 15 yards per set, like, like, obviously, great deep threat, but just. I mean, look. Like his, he has, his catch percentage is so low. Uh, well, because I mean, he's getting thrown balls like 40, 50 yeah. yards. His receptions I mean, per game was two point seven. Yes, which was all also very frustrating. Yeah, so it's which is why it was fun because he was catching so many touchdown passes. Yeah. He's just yeah. he's an extreme to Sean Jackson basically. I've seen him here. I've seen him in the fifth rounds in most drafts. I will not. Be but that's where that. he's going. Hmm. Bottom of the fifth. Josh Gordon or Mike Williams? Josh Gordon. I go, I go Josh Gordon for upside, but that's tough. I mean, I'm thinking uh, about yeah, it. Yeah, I think, I think I just go Josh Gordon, um, just for, just how good he is with Tom Brady. See, I, I think I it's agree. It's still Tyrell Williams. I still think I, I agree though with, with Josh Gordon, mainly because, as you just said, what, two point something receptions per game? Yeah. Mike Williams, like, that will probably go up because they lost um, William, uh, the other Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I just think there'll be more, a lot more consistency with Gordon and Brady than you will get with Williams and Rivers. So, 
Well, I feel better now about my pick. <laughs> Don't. Still should have James White. Um, I mean, there was one, one, two, three, four, five. Five out of six games in the middle of the season last year, he had one or zero receptions. Yeah. As I said, it was early on, it was nice, right? Like, and then and early on, he caught a bunch of touchdowns or something yeah, like that. Yeah, three, th- uh, three touchdowns in the first three weeks. Yep. I mean, like, I mean, like, he's, he's a very, um, streaky guy. Like, yeah. when he's, when he's hot, he's hot. And then he had that one massive game at the end of the year, right? Yeah, against Kansas City. The three touchdowns. He's a very streaky guy. <laughs> Don't bring him to mama. I know. Alright. Trying yeah. it out. I'm trying it out. I mean, he's like a good, like, Probably like he won't be as cheap this year, but like a good like like DFS like throwing guy. Yeah, yeah. Where like all right, like I mean, if he hits, like I'm gonna gonna be win something because he's gonna get thirty points. So look, he's people are gonna play him, and if you drafted him in the fifth, you're gonna play him. So look, if he catches that long touchdown pass and maybe he becomes more of a consistent wide receiver, great. But that's not the kind of player I'm looking at week one that I like. Um, yeah. Right now, as the number two receiver, he seems like he is on some teams. But there it is. Colts defense is pretty good. Um, so uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you if you draft him as your wide receiver, you're not going. You're not not you're not going to stop playing. Stop yeah, first game. exactly. So uh, the big player I like in this game is is Mr. Hunter Henry. Uh, I like him coming out full force, breaking through that Colts defense, and he's going to have a nice game. I think he's going to be. The number two scoring tight end this week. Wow, number two behind who? Kelsey. All right. Yeah, it's going to be Kelsey, Henry, Kittle, then Ertz. Top four. Top four. Ertz has a pretty easy game. Yes. But, I, uh, well, so does Kittle. But, I just think his target share is going to go down this year, Ertz. But I think he's still going to be good. Yeah, you know, he is. I mean, I, I, look, Godea is is a good player, but Ertz is still, you know, too good. To not, um, and, and him and Wentz have a nice yeah. connection. Uh, also, I mean, last year the Colts gave up the fourth most fantasy points per game to tight ends. There it is, baby. Henry so, bringing it in. Surprisingly, the Giants were middle of the pack. <laughs> yeah, you know, they weren't as terrible as the thing they're usually terrible at. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um... So what? What's the next game, John? Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We talk about we talk about the Colts to the play. Yeah, I mean, it's, we did the thing. Yeah, look, the all right. Well, you're playing Hilton. You're playing Mac. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, I don't know really. I don't really know what to do for this one. I just did Redskins at Eagles for. Oh the one man, what mean the Redskins and Eagles for? I don't know. It's just like interesting, like for the Redskins. I like, like it for Deshaun Jackson. Do you trust his uh, broken finger? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Revenge game, hundred percent. He'll be fine. Game broken finger. I almost put him in my boys if it wasn't for the finger. Oof! You should have. You should have. That would been. That would been a good. Uh, you know, that's a good reason to have him as a boy. Um, I have a note next to him <laughs> of who I replaced him. Okay. I so I wanted to do him, but then he did his finger. Um. So then I picked somebody who is has a similar game play to him. So, in his honor. So, as you were talking about, if Josh Gordon has a good few early games, you're going to look to trade him. We also talked about this about Deshaun Jackson. Have a good first early games, hopefully. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The, hyper, want- the, the hype around him is as... Yeah. No, but I mean, if he produces... Josh Gordon has a first 
two to three weeks good there's gonna be stars in people's eyes like oh my god 2013 josh gordon yeah. no one's gonna think 2013 old ass deshaun jackson <laughs> is coming back no but you have you know the stars in your eyes eagles fans who uh you know you get those homers who you play with that first couple of weeks you could trade him for a player who you're just not doing so well early on like uh maybe like a will yeah. or, i don't think uh, i play with one eagle fan in any of my leagues really Really? We have a very Homer Eagle fan who listens to this podcast. I know very well. Um, yeah, I don't think we have... I don't, I don't play with any Eagles fans either. I... Well, there goes that, Anthony. Yeah, good job, Anthony. <laughs> I a might... nice crock of shit. Now, if Sean Jackson was on the Jets, that would work. Yeah, it was, <laughs> the Jets were Patriots. It would work perfectly. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, he could be a player that I think that will start off the season hot. I think he is going to start off hot and then fade as the season goes, as it, pro- as it progresses. So I, I like him this week, like as a um, DFS player type player. But not with my boys. Um, I mean, for the and also for the Eagles, Jordan Howard versus uh, Miles Sanders. Howard, I'll play, if I had to pick one over the other, I'm not playing either, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just wait on that. But I, if I had, if like, you know, gun to my head, Jordan Howard. Over miles My only question um, for the other side of the ball, because obviously, what are we doing for wide receiver? We're just playing Jeffrey. Yeah. Um, and then Wentz for sure. Um, my only question about the other side of the ball is, do you play guys? I was ready for that. He was ready for um, that. I, I mean, I think so. Otherwise, the Redskins have no one that I'd want to play at all. Maybe uh, Jordan Reed, actually. Um, besides Jordan Reed and guys there. I don't even know Jordan Reed. He got his, um, a couple weeks ago, he had his seventh confirmed concussion. Yeah. Can he retire? Seven, come on, that makes He should be retiring. I was going to say, speaking of boys, Jordan like, Reed. But he should be retiring. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Like, seventh about, confirmed concussion? Can we, can, so can we get somebody to talk to Jordan Reed? It's just like an intervention, like we love you, man. Like, um, get out of there, guy. Like, the bright lights must hurt his eyes at this yeah. point. Um, good thing they're playing one. Um, but yeah, like they, what, did they trade Dotson? Like, who was a pretty good receiver for them? The, their receiving course sucks. They, they, they don't have anybody. They, they trade him or they or, release them. I think, oh, I thought yeah, they, the only person uh, I think you should look out team. for, cause he's probably on most waiver wires is Chris Thompson. Just see how he does. See if he has a little bit of his quickness back after, um, after getting his feet under him last year. Yeah. Uh, I love Chris I mean, Thompson. Might be, uh, that might be, uh, we, also, we're a bunch of boys fans of pass catching running backs. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like that's pretty much all we are. Because um, <laughs> it's where you could really find your value. Because a lot of the bell cows go so quickly. Yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, if you think the Redskins are going to be bad and not going to be able to run the ball because their offensive line sucks and they're going to be behind a lot, Chris Thompson might be the re- the best running back to have in that group because. They'll be throwing a lot. Like he can just get out in space and hopefully get you know seven yards catch. But they lost. Yeah. They lost their king of the dumpers, Alex Smith, to the Joe Theismann injury. Yeah. So they did. But Case Keenum, you Keenum. know he's he's not, he's not a dumper king though. I don't know. No, he's uh, he, he's he gets his dumps up there. <laughs> he's a quarterback that could do some things. He's not like <laughs> that's like that's like the most lukewarm <laughs> just. He's a quarterback. Who can do something? I mean, he provi- uh, 
Emmanuel Sanders was a top 15 wide receiver before he I mean, went that, down How last many weeks before Haskins played? He had a good year. Like, he could. He props up. He could probably. Haskins. But Haskins, how many weeks before Haskins is actually playing? Like, like three five. or four? I, I say four at most. Unless they start four and oh. oh. Unless they're three and one or four and oh. Haskins is coming in week week five. I think they're going to be slower with him than uh, Giants with Daniel Jones. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm hoping. There's no. You're hoping. There's no love for Case Keenum in in uh, Washington. There is this weird fucking love for Eli Manning in New York slash New Jersey. Like there, Eli will be there majority of the year unless he gets hurt. All right. Anyway, just put your Put like a little alert on Chris Thompson. He's probably on your waiver wire. I think if he shows that he could get like five to six catches this game, he's not a bad guy to pick up. You know, and the Redskins are also a team. Talk about fantasy wastelands. Yeah. So I mean, I feel bad for Geese or Geese or Geis or whatever the fuck his last name is. How you pronounce it? Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to play a job. All right. Uh, final game that we're going to cover is the Sunday night game: Steelers at Patriots. The, um, I mean, it's just gonna be interesting for the Steelers. No Bell, no Brown. See how they play. I mean, very easy chance that they also go off because the Patriots take like three weeks to get going. Yeah. That's always how it goes. I mean, we talked a shit ton about Josh Gordon. We don't have to talk about that anymore. You know, the Steelers are gonna win this game and they're gonna win the, win it handily. And they're always gonna go, oh, that's it. The Patriots are done. Good night. See you later. And then two, or uh, week six, Patriots just split the switch. Uh-huh. And then that's it. And just go out. Do you like this as a shootout or not shootout? I say shootout. I'm going shootout. I'm hoping a shootout. So do you go, are you, even if you don't know if he's going to be on a snap, snap count, are you throwing Josh Gordon in there? He's <laughs> funny. That's his question. Ask question. for a <laughs> I would throw Josh Gordon out there. God damn. I mean, he's not... Edelman is gonna, Edelman's getting 12 to 15 targets from Brady. Um, White's gonna get- Are you get, playing Brady? Well, here, no. I'm not I playing Brady. The Steelers. I'm not playing Brady. Hmm. I don't know why. Well, you think it's gonna be a shootout, but you're not gonna play Brady. That's a little weird. Yes. Because I think Sonny Michelle's gonna get a lot of- I, I don't trust Brady, to, I don't know. I just don't trust Brady. I mean, like, Brady went really late or not at all in my drafts. Not not drafted at all? There was one league where he's not drafted. See, I think that's a little crazy. If he's still throwing the ball, you still got to draft him. Uh, maybe. I, don't know, I mean, I think uh, this is going to be a I feel like it's going to be a shootout. I feel like you're going to want to play your guys. Um, I like, yeah. I mean, you Wait and see. Wait and see on Demarius Thomas. Like, no, you're not playing Demarius yeah. Thomas. Oh my god. Well, I'm just saying. Like, like people were. I have one annoying Patriots fan who became a fan of them after they went. They went 17 or 16 and 0. Um, for some reason, he became a fan after that. Um, what a shit way to become a fan. Oh yeah, he's the worst fan. Um, but he was all about Demarius Thomas, and then he got cut. And he's like, oh, what the hell? And then they resigned. They resigned them. Um, I like James White more than I like Sony Michelle mm-hmm. this week. Um, Edel, like I said, Edelman's gonna get 15 targets. James White's gonna get 10 targets. Uh, Gordon, I'm gonna say about 6 to 8 targets. Which is enough for him to catch, you know, maybe a good game. 
26. That's 26 passes. And then you have a few, you know, here and there, the other fucking yeah. duders. Tobias um, Thomas got three. But, I, you know, Juju Smith, I like. Um, one of my boys is actually in this game, and I don't want to bring him up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you're playing your guys. You're playing your fucking Look guys. Look out for Jacoby Myers. Uh, See if he does anything yeah. this he, game. He's definitely a, a guy, a rookie to keep an eye on. While everybody is talking about Demarius Thomas, we'll see how much he actually gets on the field. Um, might want to keep an eye on Myers. Could be somebody who sucks some targets away from Edelman. Uh, Josh Gordon's pretty safe as the outside target. Edelman, I think, is being pumped up a little too much this year. Yeah, but Edelman, apparently, uh, from what I was, uh, Reading about uh, when Gronk doesn't play and he will not no longer be playing, uh, sees a very large uptick in targets from Brady. So now is that because they have to change on the fly, or no? Like, I mean, they got they used, have full season. I'm pretty sure they got used to Gronkowski being out very often, and it just He's, seems. Like he's he, certainly going to get a lot of targets. He's going to get a ton of. I would not worry about Edelman getting targets sucked away from him. Believe I would not. Okay, uh, let's. But just temper. He's never your expectations. He's never finished higher than wide receiver sixteen in a year. Hmm. Um, just read that stat about him, and he gets nicked up a lot. He gets these little that um, game here, game here, there injuries. So I do like Edelman, but I know. Universally, a lot like people, a lot of people I've talked to have just been really high on him, and they're they think of him as like a I'm perfectly fine with him being my wide receiver one. And that's and I, 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 I don't think agree. I feel the same way. I agree with you. No, that's way I too not high. agree. He is being overdrafted. I, he will get his targets, and he will be good. But yeah, he is. I do not think he's worthy of wide receiver one. He's being drafted like a wide, like somebody who took. Uh, two running backs or running back tight end, and now are going wide receiver. Yeah. One. That that's a, how he's being drafted. Oh, he should be going. He should not be going around three. Do not like that at all. I've seen him going around three heavily. A little rich for my blood. A little rich for my blood. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, totally. For being honest. All right. Anything else uh, from that game? No. I um I think that's pretty much it for the uh, the first four games that we're covering this week. Uh, obviously, the massive slate of games starting with Thursday and the two Monday night games. Let's not forget two Monday night games. And how many points are the Saints giving up on Monday night? Uh, are they going for a fifty burger again? Is this your shootout of the week? We have to do it. Oh, oh uh, Saints Texans would definitely be my shootout. Let's see. Every time I pick the Saints for a shootout of the week, the game ends up being a fucking like yeah. But this is Norfest at home. The opening week where they always give up like 500 yards and 50 points. <laughs> Let me, hold on, give me two seconds. I will give you my shootout of the week. That's my shootout of the week music. You know what? It sounds like 70s game show music. I am, I'm not confident in my shootout of the week, but I'm going to pick, I'm going San Francisco, Tampa Bay. Ooh, San Francisco, Tampa Bay shootout of the week. I am going to go. Can't believe with... I don't have a shootout sound after all this time. Actually, I don't want to go with Sam. Do I really want to go to Jimmy G first game off of his? 
He no, he was purposely. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. I'm taking he, it back. He was purposely being shitty. He was throwing it into coverage on purpose. So he totally wasn't doing it. By <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pivot to Kansas City, Jacksonville. Uh, Just gonna go with Kansas City and then hope that Jacksonville has to air it out. Has like 25 ones. I'm gonna go with Rams versus Panthers. Okay. <laughs> okay. Even though it probably will be the Saints and Texans. Yeah. Okay. Um, all, all good. It's gonna be it, choices. I, I'm very excited that the Saints do not have Clowney to go up against. Very mm-hmm. nice. Um, at home, I think the Dome is gonna be rocking. They will give up a lot of points. I think the Saints will probably end up winning that game, 34 to 28. There okay. you go. Uh-huh. Very specific. I, um, you want to know what my favorite quarterback matchup of the week is? What is that? Josh Allen versus Sam Darnold. I uh. just want to see what these two <laughs> look like this year against each other. Uh, really? That's what you want to see? Why? I, I'm just curious. I want to see, because I'm thinking about starting Josh Allen in a league. I think Jets defense going to be pretty bad because of their secondary. And yeah, yeah, their secondary is not good. But I mean, Josh Allen's strong suit is not throwing the ball. It's more running the ball. So It's not the late <laughs> Monday night game with Flacco versus Carr. That's uh, not your uh, quarterback matchup you want to see. That's a great matchup. <laughs> Perfect game to fall asleep to. <laughs> That was terrible. Just like eight punts in a row. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. How did they pick that as a week one late Monday night they, game? They always had the Raiders as the late Monday night game. Why? I don't know. It's just the Raiders, bro. Raider Nation. Fucking terrible. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's our first four um, games of week one. Very exciting. And, um, I mean, maybe John usually leads us into this. Uh, oh, well, yeah. I mean, you kind of took it. Well, I'll, I mean, you weren't saying All right, so there. since we finished our four games that we cover. You know what that means. Dos. So good to hear that song. Ah, uh, uh, it brings back memories. All right, boys. So we pick. If you don't remember, boys, it goes. We each pick three boys that are not the um, high caliber, high price boys. Premier boys. Yeah, they're 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 on the discount rack for some reason that we don't know why. But they're, they could be middle. Starting is a little weird. Starting off. Like oh yeah, it's just because you don't know where. Everyone's going to be Because you're probably there. not going to start. A, like, everybody, it's week one. Most people are healthy. Um, there's no buys. So you're probably not going to start. If we start going off bargain bin week one, no one's going to listen to it. You know what no, I mean? No, but. This is also more for, like, could be a like daily fantasy. Well, yeah. This is. Cheaper this, yeah, exactly. So, like, you can get someone where you're not spending $8,000 on, like, a DraftKings, um, you know, guy. You can bargain hunt this one of our boys yeah sure so this, right. that's how i did it okay so um john well, i'm gonna go first go first you all right go? this is from my shootout of the week i'm going will fuller at the saints oh no you stole a boy of mine Dude, already first steal the boy already stealing a boy scrape him off your list Andy. No. you know the rules yeah um yeah so he's just shootout of the week uh probably he's good for one long touchdown against the saints um, probably like Marcus Williams will hilariously miss a tackle somehow, and he'll score a touchdown. My second boy probably also stealing. Well, from wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't get the three boys, one boy at a time. What? Yeah, well, because you don't want to steal everyone's boy. Is that how we do it? One boy at a time. I thought we did three boys. Yeah, we do three boys, but we don't get to do all three because then you get to steal all our boys just in case. Well, I mean, we if we had all the same boys. All right, fine. Yeah, someone else got them. Yeah, you're not gonna steal everyone's boy. 
Are you right, sure I'll this is how we did it? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm going to just do what I hinted at before. This is a bargain bin, boy. So I guess I was arguing against myself. Um, I was going to go Deshaun Jackson mm-hmm. against Washington. Revenge game. Don't really like the idea of him wearing a splint during this game as a wide receiver. Kind of weird to me. Um, so I'm going to put pick somebody who's in the same vein as Deshaun Jackson. I'm going to say no secondary on the Jets. John Brown's getting loose for a long one. I'm going John Brown as my first boy of the year. John Brown. John Brown. All right. I think I had to cross Will Fuller off my list, who I had going five for 90 in the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take uh, – he was used to – he was part of that possible shootout, but now isn't on another team. I'm going Mark Ingram. Um, I was not – Big into Mark Ingram when he went to the Ravens because I don't really trust Lamar Jackson. But I love or John Harbaugh. I hate Harbaugh so much. Um, let's not get into that right now. Um, I love the matchup versus Dolphins, and from what I've been hearing about Jackson progressing and how much they want to run the ball, and that Mark Ingram will not only be a part of the running game, but he will be on passing in on possible uh, plenty of passing downs. Um, I have him going over a hundred total. Uh, rushing and receiving yards, and a touchdown this week versus the Dolphins. Okay. Uh, my second boy is a boy that's going to step up, fill in for a running back that's not there currently. I guess a very supposedly going to be bad defense. That's Tony Pollard against the Giants. He's going to run all over them, uh, make the Cowboys forget they ever had a guy named Ezekiel Elliott on their team. And <laughs> Giants are just going to be chasing after him all day. They uh, they got no more. They got no linebackers. Their defensive line is not very good. And I just think Tony Pollard. They're going to Cowboys are going to want to showcase him and be like, "See Zeke, look how good this guy is. We don't need you." So Tony Pollard. All right, Brian. My second boy. <laughs> See, I so am going to go. In the same vein as Anthony, but just a little mixed up. You say you don't like Lamar Jackson. Well, I do this week. I am going with QB for my second boy with Lamar Jackson. Just think he's going to uh, punch it in, one on the ground, one in the air. So nice solid two touchdowns. I'd say 75 yards rushing, uh, one fifth, a buck 50 receiving. So, uh, mean throw. Uh, throwing. Sorry. See, I mean, that, <laughs> I mean, it could be one fifth receiving. <laughs> Not a lot of throwing, but you add that all up, and that's like a 24-point uh, game. All right, all right, all right. I am going to make my next boy, as we talked about in the uh, Pittsburgh and Patriots game, what I didn't want to bring up. I'm going with James Washington. So if there's something the Patriots love to do, if they love to shut down the top uh, like threat against against them, and mm-hmm. that is either Connors or Juju Schuster, and I think they're going to try and really focus on Schuster, which I should leave Washington open just enough to catch four passes, 480 yards, and one touchdown in a game that we thought might score a lot of points. So, I like James Washington this week. He's apparently been really good in preseason, and Pittsburgh's really good at grooming young wide receivers to just become really Really, really amazing. So, that could be James Washington. Okay. Uh, my third and final boy is Deshaun Jackson. Revenge game against the Redskins. That's pretty much it. He's going to he's gonna crack a long one. That's it? That's it. 
That, that's the whole thing. That's, the, that's, it. that's it. He's done. Well, I'm glad I didn't pick him then. Well, I had a backup boy, but he's like a, a, a he's a star boy. You guys might have yelled at me. Who is the star boy? Cooper Cup. Yeah. That's on the precipice. Yeah, of that's, boy that's status. getting close. It's getting close. Oh, he was a backup just in case. I I had one too that I thought of might have been too high too, but uh, go ahead, Brian. What's your third boy there? All right, my third and final boy for week one is somebody I had planned and written down. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Jesus. No, it's uh, Tyler Boyd. Um, I just, you know, I couldn't resist not picking the guy with boy in his name. I was going to say, how is he not like a boy, like one of our boys, <laughs> just because he has boy in his name? For week one. So Seattle ranked about the middle of the pack in passing defense last year. They're coming into this league without – uh, there's this year without their best defender who they traded to Baltimore, Earl Thomas. If I mean, I guess Frank Clark was up there. Other, uh, other people are up there as their best defender, but I always thought that Earl Thomas was their, the, the soul of that defense. Um, obviously they got clowny. They're going to get a little better on that end, but I think it's going to be a little easier than people suspect to throw against Seattle. Boyd is the only one there right now. Um, he's going to, I mean, he's going to have some tough matchups, but I think he gets like 12 to 15 targets and has yeah. a 100-yard game, <clears throat> over a 100-yard game. I hope so. I really hope so. I really like. I really loved Tyler Boyd last year. He was on plenty of my teams. And, uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, I think he was a boy for a while of mine last year, early on. Um, my last boy, I again, like I said, Hunter Henry was going to be a boy, but I think he's too high. Yeah, I mean, he could be a boy. He could be, but I would. No, I'll, you're okay with that. But you know I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, it's okay. I'll, I already have him being the number two tight end this week, so I will pick Dee Westbrook going against Kansas City, who is a team that can definitely give up a ton of points. Um. It, would, it may only be a small sample size, but it looks like him and Nick Foles have somewhat of a connection, and that's good to see because Didi's a young uh, wide receiver that could play out of the slot, get a lot of catches from uh, Foles. He may not be able to, you know, you know, make the long play and whatnot, but he's going to see a ton of cat, a ton of targets, and I could see him going for over a hundred and a touchdown week one versus a team they're going to have to throw against because Kansas City is just going to light that light the Jaguars up. I don't care how good the Jaguar defense is. Kansas City is going to move that ball up and down the field. So, over 100 and a touchdown for D.D. Westbrook. Okay. All right, I like it. So, that was our Week 1 Boys of the Week, oh. of course, brought to you by Amazon Prime Series, The Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine uh, that. That would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. By the um, way, which is a great show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've yeah, talked about that many times on this. Um, so yeah, that was, that was, uh, that's the episode. Week one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that? That's yeah, you it. Like that? That's it. Alright, see ya. Now. Well, we are the 62nd ranked fantasy podcast on iTunes, apparently. No, um, in America, just everywhere. In America, whatever, I don't know. Whatever. Just on all platforms. platforms. On all platforms. There you go. Um, this was week one. We will be back again, uh, starting every Monday, uh, to bring you all of our analysis. Of- well, like Tuesday. Tuesdays? Well, that's because when you put the, that's when you put the episode out. Man, I record on Mondays and we always say we're recording during the Monday night games. Everyone knows it's on Mondays. So. You can't get us on Mondays. Shut up. Um, 
Anyway, we'll be back with week two. Hopefully all of your week one goes exactly the way all of you have planned. And find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Rate, subscribe, download, find us. Uh, and a whole bunch of other platforms. And a whole other bunch of other platforms. I and don't know about if you want to, we are at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter, which is where we do all of our tweeting and all of the info you need well, for us. Where, where else would we do tweeting unless it was on Twitter? We could tweet on some random platform we created. So, I'm just saying. Either way, look, the last fucking episode was called We Need a Smoother uh, Ending. This is not it. All right. So this is obviously not I it. I just crossed this one so, off. <laughs> apparently. So, next week we'll try again. Well, we'll see you guys for week two. We are Fantasy Lens. Peace out. See ya.